0: Welcome to Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Miss Lisa and Mr. Ruben. Alrighty then. Wow, too much. Take a listen to episode 8 of season 6. We're calling it successful and intimidating. Listen to this relatable, transparent segment of Miss Lisa and Ruben.
1: Okay, we're recording, what I think about what? Welcome back to... Miss Lisa and Ruben podcast. We've been on a hiatus.
0: We have been suffering from life. (laughs) We have had a very uh, complicated and intense uh, past six weeks. We have dealt with deaths in the family. We have dealt with you being sick, me being sick. Everybody around us being sick, it seems. Um, We've dealt with job changes. But hey, it is now January 2024, and we are still moving forward. So, congratulations to us.
1: It's not the 20th. It's January 23rd. You said 2024.
0: The year is 2024.
1: okay. I thought you mean Uh, on the day, (laughs) too. Well, January 23rd, 2024. Or 24th. Whatever. We're in that day. But your topic was uh, we were watching TV and and the sherry show mentioned uh that why men are intimidated to date successful women mm-hmm. and then Gail King mentioned on her show that she she wants a man she can't find a man because they're intimidated mm-hmm. by her success and so you asked me what did I think about it
0: yes but one um I can't think of the um other her other co-host that was pointing out that, uh, black women are graduating college at higher rates than black men. That, you know, black women are becoming successful entrepreneurs and, uh, business women and health professionals, but men are remaining stagnant. Black men are remaining stagnant. And perhaps, um, that is one of the reasons why there is so much intimidation. I can speak personally on this subject. <laughs> Because um, I have encountered that a lot over my lifetime when I met guys that uh, once they found out that I seemed to be making more money than they were making, then they were all of a sudden less interested. So it is a thing. It is a thing. And that's it. No, I'm waiting for your thoughts.
1: No, you, you haven't finished your thoughts. That wasn't enough. You just gave me a little more. Well, so. no, I was just agreeing I,
0: with them. I was just saying that that had been my experience, also. You know, um, I explain it this way. Normally, when you're seeking to date someone, the man will typically try to impress the woman with his job, with how much money he's making, with the kind of car that he's driving. Or, you know, the, all the labels he's wearing. But when he meets a woman that is either on the same level or better than that than he is doing, then that can cause some intimidation. Because as a woman, okay, well, I'm glad you drive a Lexus. I drive a Lexus too. So, you know, that's not a, a um, point to impress me. Now, if you're a man driving a Lexus and I'm a woman and, you know, I just got a VW... <laughs> then maybe I would be more impressed that you have a Lexus because I don't have one. But if I'm on that same level or you say I'm driving a Lexus and I say, oh, well, I have a Jaguar. I might be perceived as doing better than he's doing. So now he's going to be less interested in me because he can't impress me with those things anymore. So I'm looking for him to bring something more to the table. Okay, you've got a good job. Well. I have a good job that might be better than the job than you have. Okay, you're making five figures. Maybe I'm making six figures, six high figures. So I think there is something to, there is some truth, and I have experienced in my past, that um, men are intimidated by women that are more successful than they are.
1: Well, I mean, I I understand that narrative, but uh, I would say that's more... Gonna be. I'm just gonna take a guess and say that's more of uh, the man that's in a more youthful age, younger guy. But I might. I have to add. You know, it, it, it became a stigma because Gail King said in in her research, she found out that black women and Asian men are the ones that have the hardest time finding a mate. Are the ones that uh, show to be most intimidating
0: and least desirable and <laughs> least
1: desirable. That's what she well, I, don't des- I don't know about H-P- least desirable. Uh, I'm, I'll lean on that. I mean, it's it, if a woman, a, a highly successful woman, is walking around in all her regalia, and you can see that she's highly successful. You see how she walks. You see how what she wears. I don't want to uh, put put it on. Well, you know, look. At what she's wearing, she could be as oh, I remember reading a port, report before of this woman that dressed to the nines, had Gucci labels, all kinds of labels on, taking pictures of herself, Instagram girl, but then she was sleeping in the car. You yeah, know, so uh, I don't want to say, you know, a, a woman is successful because of how she dresses, but you can tell. You can tell when you you talk with them, when you hear them talk, when you saw, see how they interact in public and all that. I'm not saying you're stalking them and watching them, but you just can tell. I mean, I can. So when you can tell a highly successful woman and you begin to think uh well i don't know if i can match what she has without you even knowing what she have yet you know but let's say it's a celebrity let's say it's gail king putting it out there she's on, on all, all the web- websites saying that she's basically saying i'm horny she <laughs> want a man when a woman uh, that is you you're you, uh, rubbing elbows with oprah and you screaming for a man or do you just want a Steadman? like your girlfriend has but either way she's screaming for a man uh, Well, you at that point a woman has reached her plateau, she's gotten everything she's she's checked off all her goals and while she's doing that she's been telling herself she don't need no man, she hasn't focused on a man now your life is perfect but you don't have a man in it, now you want a man in it but you start off having this big list, well he gotta have the same thing I have, He gotta have the same degree you gotta make the same amount money, then you realize that list after a few years, isn't doing you any good. You have to throw that list away. You got to dumb down your list. You think to let a guy in, but then you got that guy that still say, "Oh no, I can't." A, a mature guy, a guy who believes in himself, he'll probably say, "No, I can't do that. I don't have anything to offer." But there's another thought in that mature guy: if you have done the same, you built your life to a certain point, and you, you know, you you made enough wealth to carry yourself to that point to meet this highly successful woman, and you been highly successful in your own right and the both of you are an adult where you're not comparing notes on who makes the most money out yeah you may look look at him a little funny if you, he's driving a beat up car and you're you're in the newest model uh but a lot of times that doesn't have anything to do with the guy's resources some guys just aren't car enthusiasts or uh, if this car can get me t- from a to z why do i need a new one uh, it, it could be a lot of reasons i'm old school i was brought up by men and deacons in my church that you care for the woman, you take care of that woman, and she's supposed to drive a better car, you're supposed to drive a jalopy. If anybody drives a raggedy car, it should be you. If you can't afford two brand new cars, and you can only afford one, she drives a better car. It doesn't matter if you make more money than she Mm does, she drives a better car. The bills, all the bills are supposed to be paid by you. Even if she got a little job, you're thinking, old school now, it's gonna sound sexist, well, I make more money than she. She got a little job. That's cute. But baby, you gonna keep that little money? Go buy you some neat. I'll take care of all the bills. Men uh, that are raised right or wired like that, old school men. So and when you meet a woman that's successful, and then now you're down on your luck, or you know you're going through a change in your position, where you start a new company, but it's, you're not starting out making the amount of money you want, and you meet a woman that's making twice as much as you. You know, are you really gonna turn a relationship down? Now, if she cares about that, yeah, you, you let her keep walking. But if the two of y'all are mature enough to say, hey, uh, there's a song kids listen to-, to that say, Big Bank, take little bank. I mean, your money bigger than mine. But if, when you combine them together, it's huge. If, you, if there's a couple mature enough to do that, all of, that squashes all that other stuff. Now, if, if he's a guy that has no zeal, he don't have no income, he ain't trying to get an income. And a, well, we all know what that is. But we're talking about two individuals that got, got, have an income. Her income is more than his. Should that relationship be sacrificed because his income don't match hers? You know, or because, like I said, I'm old school, and when guys I grew up with, we, we were brought up to care for a woman. Now, the culture shock is women aren't brought up. Like, aren't, they're not brought up that way. Now, when they reach the position, they're making more money than a man. It's it's sinful, almost, for her to carry everything or carry most things and, and because he don't make as much as she do. It's like she's... She still expects for him to carry the load because she heard about these guys that's been brought up old school. Hey, the woman ain't ain't supposed to work and all that. But if she does work, you know she don't have to use her money for bills. I take care of all of that. So that's the part that would probably be intimidating to a guy like like that, a guy that always had his own, has already already took care, who believes in taking care of everything. And plus, men are built with like if we don't see where we can contribute, we don't stay. Now, a sorry, Negro, will. <laughs> A sorry Negro just lay up and will and, and just look at you like you his mama. But a nigga that's got something about him, got some things going on and, and already and, you know, he's he's done some things and got a track record of it and, you know, he makes his, his own income. Well, yeah, uh, it's not he's not, he's not going to lay around it's, if he got something to contribute. But if you can't find no place to contribute. See, it's fine for a woman to enter into a man's life that when he's already taking care of everything. And she don't have to contribute nothing but herself but you switch that around that's not accepted even today man can't just walk into a woman's life and she takes care of everything and he just contributes just himself no he got to do more than that you got you got to do something you got to be able to do something and which is, is right you should let a nigga ra- lay around on you anyway he should be be good with his hands or do something but it shouldn't be an intimidation factor and that's what makes it the intimidation factor because if a guy can't feel like he he can plug in and he's needed anywhere he's going to feel worthless and he's going to dwindle away. And most guys w- like to stick their chest off knowing that I've taken care of my woman. I've taken care of my household and I protected my woman. I- and they're more than just making love to her, he's taking care of situations. He- and she- he got it to a point where she trusts him and she's letting him do the heavy lifting, even though she makes m- most of the money. It only becomes an issue when they make it a- out of an, an issue.
0: So it's, I would say that's going to be an individual couple thing, though. I still say across the board, men are intimidated by women that are more successful than they are.
1: Yeah, and I just explained the different reasons why. I just explained I four know. or five different reasons. Yes, you did. Different men, uh, why they would be intimidated. Mm-hmm. And I also explained the men that wouldn't be intimidated. Uh, it, so
0: there are some that are not. And that's why I said that it's. it boils down really to just an individual.
1: Right. Couple things. Well, if, I, if if he walk into your life and you think you got everything covered, then he say, "Well, no, you got a lot of holes missing," and he he can feel he's he he can feel those holes. And, well, yeah, he, the intimidation factor is gone. But if he walks in and everything is already taken care of, there's nothing, and all he is just a piece of meat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's 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 gonna be intimidated, like the old school movie Eddie Murphy did, Boomerang. That was a perfect. Movie for, to show oh, yeah. men being intimidated. Because <laughs> the way, she, the way he, he did that movie, the way she wrote him off after she finished having sex, he, felt he covered himself like, you know, it, I mean, it, it, he sw- it switched roles. So that that happens. Men are, are supposed to, we are built to be the head. We're built to be the head, being the head that covers everything. You're supposed to be the protector, to provider You know, you're supposed to be the head. God called us to be the head. And if you can feel it when you're not the head, it affects you. When you're not working in your capacity. If you're not working in your capacity as a man, you can fake it for a little while. I'm going to just be with this chick. Then it's going to start eating away at at you. If you're a real man, it's going to start eating away at you. And it's going to take some strong compromising from her end. And that's something that I don't think women are willing to do. It's going to take some strong compromising from her her end to, to let him know it's okay where he don't have to feel intimidated. He can take his time. He can find his footing. You know, because now the role... As uh, Sherry put it, Sherry Shepherd, the role's been reversed in a lot of ways where now it's not like the 60s and the 70s and 80s where the women, the man came home to the woman, the woman kept the house. If so she had a little job, she, she, she had a little job was to go buy her some office and but he paid for everything. Now it's switched, but women aren't wired to hey pay for everything, take care of everything. So they're going to, they're going to, well, why well, I got to pay, but how much is that going to cost? When a man, you know, when he's wired to take care of that, most cases, baby, I, I need to go buy this money. Okay, well, there's some money in that account right there. It's, it's not as big a, of an argument from a man to a woman than it is a woman to a man. And then, and then the intimidation factor increases when a woman agrees to help the man and, and, and takes on the financial load, but still not getting in the way of him being a man. But then she questions every, every penny she spends towards him. Well, why do you need that? Well, what is that for? how much is that going to cost? Now he, he's feeling like a little boy because that's what he, his mother talked to him when she, he asked for some money to go buy some candy. Mama, can I have a dime? For, why do you, you need a dime for some candy? What do you need that candy for? You know your teeth going to fall. I mean, so it's like he's degraded. So it's more, it turns from intimidation to degrading. And a woman, a lot of times, a successful woman who's probably used to dealing with the public and powerful people, she she don't, she's not, she's not going to shrink just because her man is feeling degraded. She's like, nigga, you better pick yourself up, dust yourself off, because she's thinking about what all she had to do to get her to where she is. But then life as it is, the longer you do that, life gon' switch back where the man is going to be in, making the money again. And the woman is not making as much money and, and is not as successful. And now the woman is going to be pandering for the man to be to take care of her and again, like a lot of little girls out there now trying to find sugar daddy men to take care of her. You know, the one, women that haven't had any goals or haven't made any goals for themselves. Or anything. So that intimidation factor, I don't see it lasting that long because God ain't going to let one o- just overpower the other for long. If you use your resources to belittle someone, it's not going to be long before you won't have those resources. They're going to have it, then you won't have it, then all of a sudden you're going to need somebody. So it, it's, it reminds me of when I uh, was, became a young executive. And I was riding on high, I got this big, my company moved me to this big office in Dallas, moved into this huge pearl white condominium, I mean, kitchen countertops with marble white floors, marble white, everything, was, had a company car plus two cars in the garage, making money hand over fist. My first wife at the time didn't have to do anything, you know, she, to the point, she was, I didn't let her work so much, she was afraid to get a job, she, she, she didn't have to do anything, and I would drive home from work, and then you'll know, stop at the stoplight, and one of them, the street pillars come up, one and a dollar or something. I'm like, man, why don't you go get a job? You can't get a job at McDonald's, huh? Why you begging me? God took me from my perch years later and brought me all the way to the bottom. To let me see, okay, you think you're so high, Mighty, you thank you and I did. I, I had my convertible I had music high in my tie and shirt and uh just driving home and talking crazy to this homeless dude. And it went long before I hit the rock bottom. And Lord let me see why. That's why I know, you know, people who are sitting on top of their perches, be careful. You know, if, but if if you sitting there in, in a need of a relationship, and you're letting your hyperbole, which is what it is, take control of your brain, and I'll never lose this. I'm this. I, I built myself to this, and you may be you may stay that way. You may stay strong in finance, but it's a whole lot of people, you know, dying alone. There's a whole lot of people rich, got a lot of money, but don't have nobody to share it with. And I'll tell you what, I've had it, and it is lonely 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 when you ain't have nobody to share with and i was foolish to just go find somebody to share with which took full advantage on I me mean. so it's like it's it's that intimidation factor is real in a man some men know how to get over it i mean a real man wouldn't bother them you know a real man that really has some things or has some, history. and then young lazy guys that wouldn't bother them but the weaker individuals you know uh yeah if you don't, but there's always something to bring to anybody's table in a relationship mm-hmm. it's never not anything there's always something to bring to the table. there's nobody ever has all their bases covered you don't ever have all your bases covered there's always going to be some bases uncovered and that's where you fit in and then you guys learn to work together and get the money part straight in the beginning and you'll know if it becomes a problem the more time the more you spend time with each other and she start if she start questioning you about money she had to spend or Something you know, you're thinking, well, wait a minute, if I had, I wouldn't do that. Too. She, she can have anything. But then you know, well, it's, that's probably it's not something you want to continue trying to build on. Because the future is showing you its face. That you, y'all's biggest argument uh, may turn into arguing about money all the time, which is the root of all evil. I'm not talking about a man that don't know how to budget. You know, I'm talking about a man, it, it, what if the budgets are set and everybody's following the budget, but there's still some discrepancies and arguments about money. There's, there's nothing... It's, 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 it's nothing to argue over. It's nothing to fight. It's nothing to even be intimidated about. There's there's always a common ground that two people can find. That's just my take on it. my long take on. It. I don't know why I go so long. That was a long take on. It. Huh?
0: I said that was a long take.
1: See, you but said, you you, say you, know, that you're you always tell me to talk and say chest. that was a long you take got on. It off
0: your chest, you explained a lot. Well, and well, it it still goes back to what I said. I think it's. Um, well, I guess I would say um, you can't judge a book by its cover, like you pointed out. You can see someone who appears to be prominent and successful, but the reality is that young lady is living out of her car. So again, you can't judge a book by, by its cover. You have to get to know people. And I think that when you do decide to open that book and get to know the person individually, even if they are making more money than you, it could be a very different story True. or a very different ending. Right. Um, you know, there will always be those people that, like you pointed out, they have the list, you know. If I'm making six figures, i got to have a man that's making six figures or more than I am. You always have those people. (laughs) They will never go away. And you'll always have those people that are just looking for somebody to take care of them, whether they are male or female. That's just reality. Um, They don't want to put in the hard work to become successful themselves. They are just looking to hook up with someone who already has all those things and can provide the same to them.
1: Lord knows I have my share of that.
0: So, um, again, dating is hard, but you gotta open up that book and find out what is between the pages.
1: And a lot of the unspoken parts is a lot of times Uh, most girls, most ladies, go after a guy that got all, got everything, thinking that she got everything. She go- gonna give him everything he needs. in a woman, when a guy normally have it like that, he's been single, and you just come into his life. A lot of times, just because he accepts you, a lot of times, I mean, he he's gonna keep you. A lot of times, that guy already have his his blinders on. He's focused on where he's going. He already know he's gonna meet certain females that's going to try to do this try that try, and he, he, he'll budget for that and when a guy budgeted budgets for a girl in his life that means she's not going to stay in his life uh because you're not you're not supposed to make a relationship about money and once that's shown relationship is not going to last it, because you, you know if you meet, say you do meet somebody on the same level chances are because of society men make more money than women that's doing the same role anyway. I still do. So, you're going to meet a man, y'all on the same level, got the same degree, working in the same field, but yet he still makes more than you. If that doesn't bother him, and you're not intimidated by him making more than you, even though y'all work in the same field, and y'all if y'all can come together and just put y'all resources together, that's positive. And that's growth, and you can together, you can create some generational wealth. You don't have to sitting and wonder, well, he makes more money than me, and I, I'm i a doctor just like he is, and I do as many surgeries as he do. Well, society has always been where men make more than, money than women. But uh, now, either you're gonna stick with this guy, or you're gonna go find a guy that makes the same amount of money as you are less. You're not gonna find a guy that makes the same amount of money as you are, uh, that wants to build a faithful relationship. Now, I know there's some that have done that, but I question how long they, they are together, and I question how long have they have peace in a relationship because I could see that just being a, a battle all the time. But I don't, I, I don't think, uh, unless you're, you're immature about it. I don't think it, it should be a problem. The intimidation factors don't anything. I'm, I'd rather be intimidated about how beautiful she is or how intimidated, intimidated about how nice or a big heart she has than intimidated by the money she makes. The only way, way I'll be intimidated by a woman making more money income that I make is if she's snooty with it if she's uppity with it oh yeah yeah you you can't mess with me you know so uh yeah and you gotta you gotta be careful with that i don't i don't i know it's happening out there and but that's a prime example gail king and sherry shepherd they've reached their perched but they passed up all the men on their way up to their perch that was trying to holler at them i know Gail. For a while, not I mean, I know her, but I watched her for a while, and I watched her turn down relationships. And now, I remember when she started with CBS, and she was like, "I don't need no man." And everybody was saying, "What Oprah got in her head?" And she, her and Oprah must be lovers, cause Gail don't yeah. want no man. Now, sudden, Gail wants a man. Oprah, old, oh. her and a Step, her and Stepman are growing growing into each other. Oprah, old, oh. she don't want to be hanging out with Gail as much. Oprah making movies now. Gail want a man. She been hanging out. I hear in uh, with her niece. And Barbados wearing bikinis. Uh-huh. How is an old woman like you wearing a, a bikini? You know, but but see, no, but she. But I'm saying, like, I'm saying it to a point where Gail was before. I'm saying I watched her for a long time before. She was like I ain't showing no skin. I don't understand these women that show their skin. You supposed to make you. supposed to make a man imagine with you. You ain't supposed to show it to him. Now she putting herself on Instagram in bikinis, and now she's telling football players and all this that she wants a man. Sharon Shepard saying I, it's hard to find a good man. I'm twice divorced. It's like that's that's what happens when you build your life to a certain point and then you forget about the main thing. Is a main thing God intended for two people to be together. You know, so now you're only meeting guys who scared to be with you because you make too much money. That's crazy. That's ludicrous. That's stupid. Like I said, I'd rather be intimidated by your beauty. Oh, she she looks too good for me. You know, I uh, uh, caught you big heart. Oh, she got a big heart. Oh, look how she kissing and loving on the children and she praying for people. Uh, I'd rather be intimidated by that then how much money you make.
0: Oh, um. that was a mouthful. Yeah. And I guess it's just the continuing saga of how hard dating can be for a variety of reasons, especially as we age. Um, you know, because you, you did make the point that, you know, as we get older, we are more established. Uh, Maybe more established financially, more established in our careers. Um, And we would probably put off a lot of stuff, as you pointed out, because we were working towards obtaining that career and meeting those goals. And now, you know, maybe some people like Gail and Sherry are realizing, you know, we're not getting any younger. The clock is still ticking. Um, I've reached those goals that I set for myself and now I'm ready to find someone to share the rest of my life with. And now it's difficult because you've you've reached that plateau that some people feel makes you uh, unobtainable because they are now intimidated by all of that.
1: And I get it, you know, you, you, you graduate high school, you go get the, the funds to put yourself through college. You surpass that, you get your master's. You're working in a top five industry company. Uh, you're set. You're making uh, an outstanding salary. You're making a salary of two, three people working, working a blue collar job a year uh you have a schedule you have your client your client base and you. you start a routine you get up in the morning you do certain things in the morning and you out the door and you know what exactly where you're going what you're going to do and then you back home in a decent time enjoying your home and but it's the same thing with okay and you everything is a schedule for you you got a schedule when your nails are getting it's time to get my nails done my hair done my eyelashes kind of go time to go get my oil changed my now. What you put on the schedule, okay, well, I've done everything. Now it's time for me to go get a man. A man can't be put on the schedule. <laughs> that's what a mistake of Because now, why is it so hard to find a man? Why is it so difficult? Because you're trying to put a man on the schedule like you put college on the schedule, job on the schedule, your nails, your hair appointment, church, everything, all that's on the schedule. You can't put, your, put a man on the schedule. Not even supposed to put God on the schedule. So that's, then you find yourself, like I know some women nowadays, sitting on a pot full of money, nice house. Coming to church by themselves, sad face all the time. Yeah, they, they get happy and worried, but when they leave, they sad face. It. And especially when you are looking at a couple all hugged up walking to the car together. Then the proverbial dates come, Valentine's Day, holidays. But then you tell yourself, I don't care, I don't need all that. Ah. That only goes so far. You know, God has made made it well. Man needs a woman, a woman needs a man. And he said in his word that you're not supposed to be on this earth alone. So, When you put other things before, when you put the cart before the horse, basically, then you get what you're going to get. You have to find out. So and then at most times. The secret, which is about to tell. Most men don't really care when a woman gets older and decide finally decides, Okay, well, I'm going to lower my standards. I want a man. No, you too old now. That's something for a younger woman to say. Now you older, you beat up, you let life beat you up, you gotta, you're in a bad mood. Uh, you know, I, a, a guy gonna say, well, why would I want that when Susie down the street is young and got a big smile on the face and life is still bright and we can have a lot of fun versus you come your pennies with me. So it's like a lot of guys are mm, now you can pass niggas up all your life. You can keep walking. You can go to your grave alone like a lot of women do. So a lot of men would just intentionally, it's not intimidation. They would intentionally just, I'll date her a couple of times, but then that's it. Because you look like you just ran over men, like you may have had a chance and told men they weren't good enough for you, but now all a sudden men are good enough. But now nobody wants you. And now, yeah, so now you're sitting on all your success without the one thing God told you to have, be fruitful and multiply. So it, some, of time, some of that is not intimidation. Some of that guy is just letting, uh, I'm going to let her wallow in her mess. <laughs> I'm going to let her wallow in it. That's why I mean, every time a, a man hear a woman say, it's hard to find a good man these like, days. No, it ain't. But <laughs> well, where are the they, men,
0: the where men are they saying, hiding?
1: The men are, are ignoring y'all. The, and the men are like tired of y'all being, side of being stepped over. And it's like, especially like they said on the Gayle King show. Especially black, he he referenced black men. I don't think it's just black men that's, you know, it's it's a lot of Hispanic dudes that are good. And they're single. I, I met them on my job.
0: You know, a couple of weeks ago, white guys
1: too on my job. A
0: couple of weeks ago, I saw this article on the internet, and it was saying that uh, men were choosing to remain single. That's true. That they were just choosing; they were tired of the dating scene. That's true. And they were just choosing to be before single.
1: Before you, I told you when I met you, I have I had chosen to go ahead and be single. When I before you know you and I reached out each other, I took I told you I, and I was fine with it. I chose to be go ahead and be single. And and, I'm be honest, part of that is easy to say you're gonna just be single because you know you got a lot of women pining after you. So I'm like, okay, well, I can come out of being single anytime. So but I don't that's Russian roulette. But I don't I wasn't doing it for that reason. I was just like I said, you know, the, the, the last honey I was with, she took I made money, she didn't. I was taking advantage of. I knew what she was doing. But I cut it off as soon as I had enough and but I know it's some I know some friends of mine that are single out there now they choose to stay single and some of them with a chip on their shoulder now I'm tired of these women I want to talk to her I want to talk and they I wasn't good enough for them now I said I'm good enough for them now I'll forget it. I'm I, I'd rather see them guabble and be, I'd rather see them end up with a, a crazy dude that's gonna put a, his hands on her and all that and then I can tell her see girl I tried to be a good man I tried to be a good man but you I wasn't good enough for you. To t- so, there's a lot of guys taking that attitude. You know, it's that's why it's so easy for them to say certain things like, man, forget those hoes, man, you know, because I can't tell you as many times I've witnessed. You know, what, some of my friends, we all, a bunch of guys, you know, all the ladies always want to hit up at a bunch of guys. There's always one of Two of them don't even want the ladies to interfere because he got a chip on the shoulder. No, these women they ain't want to have to the, screw them women. So we all take that action. No, y'all go back over there. We cool. We just hang out, smoking our cigars. But then there's always one brother want to get up and be Don Juan. Go over. What's up, ladies? And, and then they, we don't want to talk to you. We want to talk to him. That kind of mess. So a lot of guys just say, you know what? Forget them ladies, man. Let them, let them go on, ride with their successes and all that. See how far it's going to get them. You yeah, know, it's... Borrow that from the Bible. The Bible says, "What did he, what did he say that was easier to go through an eye of a, cam- a camel to go through an eye of a needle than a, <laughs> than a rich man?" You don't, and that's one reason why I say I think God told a man to be a head because he don't let he, when he has a family he don't let his riches go to his head where he don't take care of his family. Now you, you know, I know there's guys out there that don't take care of their family. I'm not. I'm talking about the guys who were raised and, and got the option to take care of their family. You know, so those guys, when they become single, <laughs> those are ones I know out there. When they become single, they ain't, they ain't trying to get into no other relationship. You know, it's like an entrapment all the time. It's, it's like, mm. So we have this quandary.
0: Women choosing to be single because they're tired of dating, sing, men choosing to be single because they're tired of dating, seeing.
1: it's a conundrum. Oh, uh, big it is. problem. So it, it really takes two people, really. I don't know if I would have to give anybody some advice. Like we all been told before, don't rush into anything. Give yourself time to get to know that person before sex. And then coming up on sex or uh, immediately after sex, start talking about the future. And including finances and where you are and where you want to be and where y'all want to be together collectively. Now, a lot of times it's too soon to talk about your private business, and, you know, your bank accounts and your network and all that. I wouldn't go that far letting the person know your network but you know if you're talking about combining a life together I would share a little bit more than what I've been sharing so you at least know what the financial contribution is going to be because I still stand on that man You, you you can't build a relationship fighting about money, you can't build a relationship, fighting about sex, you can't build a relationship, fighting about communication. Those are all the deadly sins of a relationship. And respect. That's a big one. That's the biggest one.
0: All right, Ruben, for a return to our podcast, that was a very lengthy and meaty conversation that we had. (laughs) Definitely one that Um, to continue to garner some thought. Um, You know, individually we all have to look at where we are uh, do that, what do you call it, that um, self-analysis as we try to move forward in the dating realm if you desire to obtain a partner in your life. So thank you for this wonderful conversation. I'm glad you're better. I'm glad I'm better. Okay, hopefully we'll have more great conversations down the road.
1: Hopefully so. And this is almost an hour. And I just want to say to the celebrities us on TV earlier today that stole our concept, our podcast concept. Uh, our podcast, is, this is our concept. We came up with this. I'm talking about TJ Holmes and Amy Robach or whatever their names are, the two anchors that was fired for being lovers and both of them were married. They started a podcast and, and that podcast almost sound like ours. Not almost, it sounded exactly like, like ours. So, stop taking other people's content. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, until next time, this is all alone now. Uh, until next time, folks, uh, w- what is your closing? Happy dating. Happy dating and date happy. Bye. Join
0: us again for another transparent, exciting, and opinionated episode of Relate with Miss Lisa and Ruben. Okay, family. Happy dating.